with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You sneaky little devils, you. We gotcha. Did you did did you wonder if we did forget or we weren't gonna do no, anything? No, I no. Honestly, this is the the God's honest truth. I I just assumed we were just gonna move on from that. And honestly, I was not expecting anything. So, uh, thank you very much. Thirty years ago, on May tenth, nineteen eighty nine, I started at uh, Kissing Country. That's what it says on my whatever they got that Your like, CV that website thing that shows oh, us. Yeah. Oh, LinkedIn. No, no, no. It's like the chorus thing. We work for a company called oh. Chorus, and it says that was my my date. Your start date. Yeah. The, the fun thing about being here 30 years is I get to go to the uh, prize catalog and choose a prize. Like that, uh, I, Karen, I said, what did I get for my 25th? She said, oh, remember the kids picked out like that beatbox thing. And I said, well, what did I get for my 20th? And she said, remember, you picked out that mountain bike you've never ridden. <laughs> <laughs> she said, because the handlebars, we couldn't get the handlebars to work. So now I've got my 30th, and there's like 112 different things to choose from. And there's barbecue. There's a an autographed Doug Gilmore jersey from the Toronto Maple Leafs. You, I, I don't understand. Maybe so. for the course employees in Toronto, that's important. Exactly, that's it. And the majority of them then work out of Toronto. Before we start this podcast, can you give us another funny story that we didn't hear on the show? Oh mm. yeah, give us a little maybe tidbit. like the one that falling through the roof. That's the a great story. Through the roof that's story. a great one. The Mike Sobel van story. Oh, the Mike Sobel van story. That one's quicker. I mean, Mike Sobel, who now works at Global uh, Edmonton, he worked here doing middays for a number of years, and I worked with Mike, and we had this van. It was the satellite van and the kissing caravan it was called and it was made out of plastic and it was like a motor home and it had this big heavy satellite dish in the back was it for like function or fashion no function the midday show was a broadcast from small towns so like every day uh, mike would go to a small town a smaller town like leduc or spruce or somewhere like that and he'd do his midday show from there it was actually kind of a really neat idea so then we became their radio station for the day and so he was doing the show from, I believe, Kalmar once. And Mike, as a young man, he won't mind me telling you this. He he was a uh, he fell on his head playing hockey, and when he did, he actually lost his sense of smell. It uh, hmm. it affected his brain in that way, and so um, he could not smell a thing. So he's leaving Kalmar with a satellite van, and people keep passing him, and they're all waving, and he just assumes they're waving at the Kissing Satellite Van, right? So he's waving back and waving back, and people keep passing, and they're waving more um, uh, frequently and more aggressively, f- furiously. Yes. And finally, he looks back, and the van is on fire, <laughs> and he can't smell any of the melting plastic at all, right? He's not feeling the heat yet, but he got out of that thing, and it burnt to the the ground. <gasps> no way. Yes. I didn't know that part. Yeah, there was just they I think they picked it up with like a scoop shovel at the end. <laughs> so, didn't have to do a show from Calmar. No, all that was left was a bunch of plastic in a satellite dish. So, anyway. Oh my. But anyway, what was that idea? The bottom line is when people wave, they might be waving for another reason besides just cuz they like you. Anyway. Take a look at your mirrors. All right, fun show thanks to you guys coming up. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. Good morning, a mix of sun and cloud today with a chance of showers this morning and windy throughout the day, a high of 19. For your Mother's Day weekend, expect sunshine and highs around 22. This news update is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Hey, Thirsty 7 Rewards member, it's hit Sev on the 7th and the 11th of the month for a free small Slurpee drink up, cool down. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is in our city this morning to meet with Mayor Don Iveson. They're set to talk relationships between the feds, the province, and the cities. Mother's Day is Sunday, and if you're thinking of taking 
taking mom out to brunch? Perhaps think again. Servers say Mother's Day brunch is literally the worst. And here's why. <laughs> they want you to hurry up and get out so you don't actually get a good meal. The food is disappointing when it finally arrives. And larger dining parties contribute to more chaos. Don't forget, Mother's Day means lots of kids. So the atmosphere is filled with tense family dynamics. What to do instead? They said, just do it at home. Buy some fruit plates, make some pancakes, maybe some eggs. There you go. You can have brunch at home. There's no chaos there. No. Whoever wrote this is the most jaded person on earth. (laughs) I can kind of see it though. Like the server is wanting to get you out. They want to move on to the next group. We've got an 11 o'clock coming. Get out. Right, right, right. Well, 30 years ago, Chris Sheets took his first steps within these Kiss and Country walls. Yes, today is Chris's 30th anniversary with Kiss and Country. From locking himself in a tractor for a week to for raising monies to farmers to leading a convoy to the border in support of Alberta beef. Chris has truly done it all. Lots of country music artists wanted to send congrats your way today, Chris, including Aaron Perchette. Isn't that sweet? That is nice. Thank you, Aaron. I want to be at the party he was at. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't like, confirm it was a good one. It was awful. <laughs> Matt might have been there. All right. <laughs> I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know this morning. All right. Thank you for that. Okay. Um, oh, we got to do this. We got to give away tickets to see that guy at another party. Aaron Prochet, look at us tying it in by accident. Again, he's coming to the Rainmaker Music Fest in a couple of weeks, and you could be there. Be the first person to answer the too early for a question question this morning. Kind of Mother's Day related. Okay. You ready? Ready. 79% of kids have lied to their parents, mostly their mothers, about this. Because their fathers never asked the question about this. Mm. All right. 79% of kids have lied to their parents about this specific thing. I have a guess. But yeah. I got yesterday's. So you did. So, all right. 780-421-1039. You want to go to Rainmaker? You're the first person with the answer to that question. You're going to win. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 79% of kids have lied to their parents, more their mothers, as we get said for Mother's Day, about this specific thing. What is it? Is it cleaning? It is cleaning, but it's not. you got to be more specific than that. Oh, okay. Uh, cleaning their room? It's not cleaning their room, okay? Mm. Oh, All good right. guess, so, though. Thank you. Hi, Kissin. Hi. Hey. Is it if they had sex? What? <laughs> I just had sex and it felt so good. I think every kid lies to their parents about that. I don't, I'm speaking from a parent's perspective. We don't ask the question. It was like, my, my mom was my first call after. Ah. <laughs> it's not, but thank you, my friend. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Question 79% of kids have actually lied to their parents about this specific thing. Lying more to moms, especially as we get closer to Mother's Day. What is it, Sabrina? Brushing their teeth. Guess what? what? 79% of kids have actually lied to their parents about brushing their teeth. I think I get it on a daily basis, honestly. <laughs> oh, really? And are you the mom that says, let me smell your breath? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I know you're lying. I used to go up to the bathroom and my mom said, go brush your teeth. Uh-huh. I'm setting a timer. I just sit there. I wouldn't brush my teeth. <laughs> And now there's an iPad involved, so now help us every 20 minutes, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. One of Matt's teeth just fell out. It's weird. I'm a dentist. Yeah. I mean, it's a dentist problem. (laughs) You're going to Aaron Prochette. Good job. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. With Mom's Day coming, we're going to do something fun. We're going to do the Battle of the TV Moms. Bracket challenge style. We've got eight. We've got four. Animated moms, we've got four regular style moms, and we're going to battle them right now and find out which one you choose. So uh, why don't you list off the eight real quick, Jack? All right. 
On the comic side, on the cartoon side, we've got Marge from The Simpsons, mm -hmm. Lois from Family Guy, Betty from The Flintstones, and Wilma from The Flintstones. Whoa. On the real life moms, we've got Claire from Family Guy. No, Claire from... That show with the kids. Modern Family. Modern Family. Thank you. Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince. Jill from Home Improvement, and Lorelai from Gilmore Girls. Okay, so uh, should we do the cartoon ones first? Let's do it. All right, go ahead. First two. It is Betty versus Wilma. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's a tough one. Oh, yeah, you, you talk about the favorite, but yet the unheralded one, right? You know, uh, I mean, Wilma, awesome. She not only has to raise Pebbles, but she also has to raise Fred. Barney's a lot easier to raise. But then she had that kid. Be uh, we're talking about Betty that, of course, Bam Bam just Bam -Bam. Des destroyed the house. So, hmm. I'm going to go by hottest. Yeah? Which one do you find hotter, Betty or Wilma? I'm going to say Betty. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I like Wilma. Her nope. red hair. It's yeah. hot. Okay. I think Betty was a better mom. More low-key. <laughs> not as aggressive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Most importantly, we want to know you. If you had to choose Betty or Wilma from the Flintstones, we're going a ways back. But anyway, which one would you do? The one that gets the most votes will be moving on in the Mother's Day Mums Challenge brackets. Text us now at 103939. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're doing Mums Day bracket this morning. It's uh, our favorite TV mums. We're starting with the cartoon mums. Wilma against Betty. Yes, from the Flintstones. And uh, you know what? Betty put up a bit of a battle, but you'd say that the winner was... Definitely Wilma. Yeah. A lot of people saying, well, she has to deal with Fred. Yeah, yeah. She deserves to win. Yeah, Barney. Barney's way more easygoing. He's way more easygoing. Yeah, it's true. Be but... a Barney and don't be a Fred. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, there you go. Okay, that's fun. We've got uh, Wilma moving on. And yes. who, who else in the cartoon In the world? cartoon category, up next, we have Marge from The Simpsons and Lois from Family Guy. Homer! That's not mine. That's Grover. <laughs> Homer. Er Ernie. 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 <laughs> you know, everything turns into Ernie for me. It's like not anytime I try thing. to do an accent, it goes it slowly but surely morphs into Ukrainian. Anytime I try to do it, like <laughs> a, a cartoon character, it always morphs into Ernie. There's anyway. an easy choice here. Marge yeah? is by far the front runner. If you don't charge for, Mar you know, vote for Marge, I'll be a little upset. Really? I think so too. I yeah. hate to agree with you, but. Marge, well, is, <laughs> Marge is such a staple in, in mom life and comic mom life. Everyone yeah. knows Marge. Sneaky great mom, too. Loves yeah. her kids, clearly. Very true. Puts true. up with her husband. Big hair. And what about her crazy sisters? Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, They're weird. Yeah, okay. I, Lois is pretty good, too. She's I mean, funny. She's put up with a lot with Peter Griffin, too. But anyway, all right. I don't think this one's going to be close, but we'll find out. It's up to you. Uh, the first two votes, oh, well, the first three votes in are, are for Marge by the looks of it. Oh, there's a couple of Lois's, too. Text us now. Which one of those moms do you want to move on in the Mother's Day bracket this morning? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Keep uh, your Mother's Day plan simple. Like uh, somebody said, don't go out to a restaurant. Don't do the family you know, brunch kind of a thing. Just uh, do something at home for mom. But make sure that she doesn't have to be involved in any of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let her sit on the couch and relax. Cook a brunch or supper or something for her at home. They say if you go out on Mother's Day, it's awful. You're being rushed and promise you the food won't be as good as you're hoping. You know that mom will have to do the cleaning no matter what, right? Like it won't be up to her standards. That's true. Right? She has quality control. Yeah. Yeah, I busted a, a glass a couple of nights ago on the uh, on the, the countertop, 
And I was responsible for cleaning it up because it fell and I broke it. And anyway, so yesterday she's like, did you not like take a rag and try to get the little, like the oh, glass no. pieces off? Oh, the worst. She's like, what are you thinking? Like, we cut things on there. Like this could have been a disaster. I said, I took the broom and I swept up there and I just kind of swept it off into the dustpan, but I guess I didn't catch it all. So there you go. Well, did that great. He wipes his hands off to the TV again. And then she said, sometimes I think you do things not right so you don't have to do them again. And I said, no way. I think that's the secret that all boys know. Not me. Not me at all. Mm -hmm. That's why we love moms. And that's why we pay tribute to them today with Mother's Day coming up on Sunday. We're doing the Mom's Day Bracket. Who's your favorite television mom? Uh, We're doing cartoon moms right now. Wilma beat Betty, which was, you know, it was what it was. And now it's Marge Simpson against Lois from uh, Family Guy. And the winner was... Marge. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, Marge. Homer. <laughs> the stuff she has to deal with. It's true. All right. So there you go, Marge. But it was close. It, it was, was tight. It, it was, was close. Uh, people love their Lois. Okay. Now we're moving on to the other side of the bracket. So we've got Lois and we've got uh, we've got Marge, rather, and Wilma. Wilma. They'll go against each other in the next hour. But who's going against each other right now? And the real life moms, it is Claire from Modern Family versus Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince. Hmm. Te- Aunt Viv technically wasn't Will's mom. No. But she was Carlton and, and Ashley and Hillary's mom. Yeah. Okay. All Great right. mom, though. Well, she had attitude. I got her. Yeah. Her. I, I, you know what? I almost want to take myself out of the voting because I have a serious crush on Claire from Modern Family. Like that's because you're Phil Dumpy. Yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. And Viv was a looker too. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I'm not saying which one was better looking, but I just, I, yeah. It, it, oh man. Yeah. I would. I'd vote Claire all day. What about you? No, I'm Viv. I'm yeah. Viv. Attitude. I'm going to have to go with Jack again. Okay. I'm going ah. to All right. What about you? We want to hear from you this morning. Uh, text us at 103939 or give us a call at... This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right. This is fun as we get set for Mom's Day. Of course, that's on Sunday. We're doing your favorite all-time TV mom, the Bracket Challenge. We've got Claire from a Modern Family going up against, uh, well, one of the two Aunt Vibs. Yeah, Vibs, there right? was two different actresses that played Aunt Viv, but we're just doing the character as a whole. Uh-huh. And she's the winner, Aunt uh, Viv. Okay, there Shocker, you go. Shocker, kind of. Yeah. Interesting, okay. She said, one person said she's not Will's mom, but defended him like her own. Okay, and that's important, right? That's it's how it should be. the moms or the dads that step up and do the job that others couldn't do. So there you go. Okay, so that means we've got one more to do. Is that right? Yes, we've got one more here. Go ahead. And it is between Jill of Home Improvement and Lorelai of Gilmore Girls. No, correct me if I'm wrong, Lorelai is a single mom. I believe so. None of us watch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know there was a Gilmore Girls. So there you go. Oh, such a popular show. Jill was, a, again quietly kind of hot and that doesn't matter sneaky hot yeah you know what i'm saying right oh, yeah. and of course she, she had, had that 90s ball she had that and that she had that husband that you know that a lot of ladies can relate to that was just a disaster with renovations right no matter what he did yeah exactly she was a strong independent woman so not just a wife but then the kids and, and then three boys and then that creepy neighbor peering over the fence all the time oh, wilson yeah. wilson was wilson. great yeah but not a little bit creepy do you think all right. I don't know. I don't know. We never saw his Okay, face. what's the name of this girl from uh, Lorelai from, uh, from Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls? None of us know what she did. Like, do we know anything she about her? She raised her daughter Peaches. That's her name, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not It's I'm a very popular it. show, and she was a great mom. That's okay. all I know. All right. Lorelai. So far, she's in the lead. We'll oh. just say that. Okay, let's do it. Text us now at 103939. Which one would you vote for? It's our final Mother's Day bra- bracket challenge. We'll do the finals next hour. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Denim on Denim, kissing in the morning with Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney, Good morning. and Matt DeBurs. It's a seven oh nine. I feel kind of I'm kind of out of control. I have no idea. Ah. We, we had <laughs> we had plans for this hour, and it's funny because yeah, no, it was thirty years ago, uh, May tenth, nineteen eighty nine. Uh, truly, one of the top three or four best days of my life. You can never you know beat your marriage day or your marriage day. Is it called your marriage <laughs> your day? wedding day? Your well, there you day. go. Thank you. Your marital day or, or when your kids are born. But you know, after those, certainly. Uh, the best day of my life. I just, I grew up listening to Kissing Country on the farm. It was the reason why I wanted to get into radio because I'm like, when we're on the tractor, I listen uh, to all the, the greats that were on this radio station. And I'm like, I, 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 I want to I do that for a living someday. And I never, ever dreamt that I'd ever uh, get a job at my favorite radio station right out of, uh, of school. And uh, I wasn't on the radio for quite a few years. What did years. you start here doing? Uh, you know what? I started... Swapping uh, the poop deck. Basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically, one of my very first memories of working here was Bob McCord, who created Kiss and Country, the radio station, owned it privately, uh, was just in the process of selling it to Shaw Cable, to J.R. Shaw, who lived outside of town. It was a pretty big deal and still is, to put it mildly. Uh, but uh, they were getting ready for kind of a, 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 a final party for him. And so my responsibility, one of my first jobs at this radio station was to sit at a, a community hall just uh, off of uh, White Avenue and watch a pig on a pig spit turn all day long and make sure nobody <laughs> came and stole it. Like I was like a security pig guard watcher. for the pig. Yeah, You for didn't the pig. have to turn the spit yourself. No, it turned itself. Oh, but, that's good. but my job was because it smelled so good, you were scared that anybody would come around and just like steal the pig, right? <laughs> Probably. So I sat there all day. Bob McCourt uh, came by to say hi and I, I met him that day for the very first time and I was just in awe because I like again grew up listening to him and he created this radio station I was now working for and, and uh, yeah, so I mean setting up remotes like the on location things for announcers and and, uh, you know, delivering my uh, boss at the time, Deb McCurdy's dry cleaning a lot. I remember doing that, you know. Do you remember destroying one of the company vehicles? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> are we bringing this up on air? <laughs> There's highs and lows. <laughs> that was a bad day. <laughs> this is a good day. Uh, that was the day I found out you could actually get an advance on your paycheck. <laughs> I, needed to get, I needed to get about three. And uh, these guys, especially Matt, rolls his eyes when I talk about, you know, it was a different time for sure. Like, you know, uh, there was certainly no money in it at all, which, I mean, Matt can relate to now as well. well but, I mean, uh, there's not a lot. No, but... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was like 11 years of, of kind of just kind of uh, working weekends and overnights and all those kind of things before it really started to kind of happen. But 11 years it took. So I was almost 30 before I started to get any traction on the radio station. There you go, Matt. That's but, good. But, I'm over 30. Damn. But all, all along the way, it was just, it was, you know, I was I was loving my life. I was loving my job. I couldn't believe I was getting paid anything to to be around all of the great people I was around. So, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Well, some people have some pretty hilarious memories, yeah. um, some better than others. Mm. If you want to share, you can text us at 103.939. We'd love to share some of your stories, but lots of people are saying, happy 30th anniversary, Chris. Hope you have 30 more. Mm. Thanks to you and the morning crew. My mornings to work got so much better. I love your poems. Oh, well, thank you for that. Um, yeah. I have a poem. Yeah. We'll wait till after Kane Brown. Here. Okay, so okay. we're going to play Kane Brown, and then Matt's got a poem, and I'm sure he's going to like... T- Take a chop out of me. I can Grab feel the it. Kleenex. Maybe, maybe not. Huh? You never know, buddy. No, no, I have a feeling it's going to take a chop. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> the Las Vegas odds are in. He's very funny. We'll find out next. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
There's Kane Brown, and good as you. We're going to talk to Kane on Monday morning at about this time, as a matter of fact. He's coming to the Big Valley Jamboree. He's got a, that song about to be a, another number one hit for him in Canada, and uh, we got that all on the way. It's a 7.15, Kissing in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It is Chris's 30th anniversary with Kissing Country today. Not yes. a big deal. No, 30 years at the same <laughs> job. That doesn't quite happen anymore. Well, and... I mean, that rarely happens at other places. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't know the radio industry, it can be very volatile. Volatile. To say Things the least. Things change a lot. Yes. Yeah. To stay at one place and have the impact that Chris did here at Kissing is pretty incredible. Yeah. yeah. And so to mark that momentous I'm occasion. I'm sorry, I'm just scared the way Matt said did. <laughs> 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 I think you're good for a while. All our bosses are gone. That's the funny thing about that. I think you guys are doing this rogue because our bosses are all in Nashville. We are literally the only three people left at the radio station. Everybody else at this station went to Nashville, Tennessee for the Tennessee takeover. So I think we're just kind of running the station ourselves today, right? You might be right on this. Yeah, we may not have run this by anyone. <laughs> but as such, we have a poem. Okay, yes. I wrote Chris a poem. If you don't know, Chris is known for his poems. Well, you wrote he one for his, yeah. for his first day of school. He's yeah. got his drunk driving po- a poem. Yes. He's got his Mother's Day poem. Yes. Several Many. poems. All right. He's a poem man. Yeah. So I had to return the favor with the poem. Do we need music or anything for I can fire some music up, sure. I don't know. What it's, do you think? I don't know. Jack will pick, pick a tune. What, what kind of, what kind of music do we need? Here. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Put up my audio, please. All right. Oh, some chopping. <laughs> Chopin, I mean. Not chopping. <laughs> right. No, it's chopping. <laughs> it's Chopin. <laughs> Not for this one. Okay. Here we go. Uh-huh. <clears throat> a husky farm boy who loved country tunes from a small town Thorsby, a place of hot tubs and canola tycoons. At a young age, he met the love of his life, Karen the Amazing Woman, the only one he'll ever call wife. As soon as it was time to move on to school, he chose radio, even with the salaries minuscule. <laughs> Kissing overnights he started, then evenings to drive. A few years later, a big show opened, and in the mornings he thrived. All along the way, he had a few kids, Bailey and Carter, the greatest thing he ever did. He's humble and kind, lives to help others, treats all around him like sisters and brothers. From meat to the border and trailers of food to helping the farmers, he's just a great dude. So here's to you, Chris, and your 30 years. So many laughs and a few tears. But don't get too worried. You've got lots more. To tell us about Garth, we can't to see, we can't wait to see what's next in store. Oh my gosh, Matt, that's beautiful, right? So good. I thought you'd take a run at me, not hard. a single <laughs> run. Oh my gosh, gives you wait till the thirty fifth though. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. Don't Thank let you. it go to your head. Good job. It won't, but I'm still, <laughs> I'm still waiting for those. Like, the, there's, there's, I'm, I'm waiting for the chair to get pulled out from under me. The after no. hours poem. Okay, God. Thank you for that. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> it wouldn't be. Happy, Happy 30th. 30th. Happy 30th anniversary. <laughs> we just finished playing a traffic report. I don't think anybody could hear on the air. There was Then I cracked the mic and Matt, before that ended. And Matt just like literally leaves like a snot sickle on the microphone. <laughs> Uh, that Matt. was your present. That's perfect. I appreciate that. Anyway, nothing has really changed, has it? No, lots mm. of fun memories coming in from your past 30 years. And Matt, you're getting a lot of kudos on not your sneeze, but your poem. There Almost you made people tear up in their cars, they're saying. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Exactly. It's not Chris quite at Sheets Factory. That's fair. <laughs> I don't think anybody will be. But if yeah, you want to check out the poem again, you can go to, uh, the, there's a blog up on our Facebook page and Twitter that Jack did. Appreciate all of the uh, text messages and the memories that are coming in. And you know what? Uh, there's so many people 
that have uh, been along with me for the 30 years. Iris just called. She remembers the first time her and Bert came and visited me at the Lubex on location, right? And, wow. And so many, so many other calls. Uh, Brenda and Angela. I remember when Angela was just a little girl and she came to the radio station. Now she's in grade 10. Everybody's growing up. But anyway, it's, it's really, really nice. So thank you very much for that. And uh, yeah, we'll just keep going. Matt might just keep sneezing. <laughs> Likely. That was, it was a one-off. Okay, I got a yeah. crazy story. Something that happened at the Eskimo dinner last night. It involves the coach of the Eskies coming up. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, you know what? Um, yeah, moms are just so important. They really are. And that's why the Edmonton women's dinner was so important again last night. It is uh, for uh, ovarian cancer and ovarian cancer research. By the way, they sound like they made a significant, um, I guess, some growth in that um, yesterday at the University of Alberta ho- Hospital and all of the research that they do, which is awesome because ovarian cancer, they call it the silent killer. And it's just uh, it's the stories we heard last night were so emotional as I uh, co-hosted the event with uh, Margot Marin from Global Television. But I had the opportunity uh, to actually sit at the table with uh, two of my favorite people, uh, head coach of the Eskimos, Jason Moss, and his beautiful wife, Marjean. You were at the primo table. No kidding. Oh, it was neat. The lieutenant governor was there. Oh, uh, the, the general fancy. manager, Brock Sutherland. And, and how did you wife. get on this table? I don't know. It was great. There was my name on a little name. name you know how you have your little name on the name thing? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sitting right beside Jason Moss. This is awesome. And so uh, the sawmill, uh, Paul Doucette was there from the sawmill, and they do a great job of catering, as you guys know, right? Well, so the milk. first mm-hmm. course was uh, the salad. And you know I'm not really a salad guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not kinda, a vegetable. I'm man. waiting for the dessert and the beef, right? And uh, But anyway, the salad comes, and it was lovely, and it had all sorts of different things in it. And I'm kind of like kind of pushing through it with my fork. Picking you know, around them. Kind of looking, just trying to find out if there's any fish in it or something that's going to make me not want it. <laughs> like a good fish salad. <laughs> anyway. That does sound You can never weird. be too careful. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going through it and I, I eat, eat it. And it's the, most of it's delightful. And I thought it was carrots and it wasn't. It was some kind of squash. And Surprise. then there was two big beets in it. And I'm like, dude, and I'm like, I'm not eating the beets. And Jason Moss, the head coach of the Eskimos, looks at me and he says, you don't like beets, Chris? And you know, he's quite intimidating. You know, he's a, he's a coach, right? When he says jump, you, you say how high. Exactly. And I said, I'm not a big fan of the beets. And he said, Chris, I wasn't either. And until about six months ago, do me a favor. And I'm like, anything for you, Jason, close your eyes. I close my eyes, put that beat in your mouth. And I have not put a beat in my mouth in years. Like, I don't even know if I've ever eaten a beat. I just decided I hated them. He says, close your eyes, put that beat in your mouth and imagine you're eating corn on the cob. And I took a bite of that beet and it tasted just like corn on the cob. What? Okay, but are you going to have to do that every time you have beets? I, I think so. I think I'll have to <laughs> eat them with my mind eyes closed. Yes. <laughs> Your beet blindfold. Yeah. He said that's <laughs> yeah. what he did. And he says it tastes just like corn on the cob, and it did. I don't know. Have you ever had beets? Have you ever I love that? beets. You do? I have them just for dinner, remember? Oh, Is that's it dinner? right. <laughs> I've had both, and I can confidently say beets don't taste like corn on the cob. They, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. So, uh, yeah. Our I'll quite, give it a shot tonight. Yeah. Try it. And I said, you, you know. some beets laying around? <laughs> I do, actually. <laughs> I said, Justin, what you need to do now. Or sorry, I said, I said, sorry, Jason. Uh, Jason. I said, what you need to do now is when you're coaching the Eskimos and they're not listening in practice, <laughs> just say, close your eyes, boys, and just pretend. That's eat- my foot in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We are doing the uh, top mom bracket. It comes to TV moms. We started with Marge and uh, Lois from, uh, of course, the uh, Family Guy. Mm-hmm. We had Betty uh, Rubble against Wilma Flintstone. We had Claire from Modern Family against Ad Viv from Fresh Prince. We had Jill from Home Improvement against Lorelai. Is that it? That's correct. From Gilmore Girls. 
So here's what we've got. We're down to the top four. We're going to do a battle right now. This is a tough one. Marge Simpson against Wilma Flintstone in the cartoon side of the bracket. Wilma was the original. She was the OG mom. Yeah. But But Marge is so like new age and with it. And she has been for years. Iconic. Yes. Next level. Blue Mm. hair. They both had to put up with really, really annoying husbands, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think that's a wash. Fred and Homer. But man. Three kids for Marge, only one for Wilma. Yeah, and that one kid never grows up, just keeps sucking his soother. So, Pebbles? No. no Lisa, not oh, Lisa. Maggie. 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 Yeah, none of them grow up, I guess. But anyway. All right, so if you had to choose one, Wilma Flintstone or Marge Simpson, which one would you vote for? Text us now at 103939. We will then move on to the other side of the bracket, and we'll crown a champion before this hour's through. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. TV moms, as we get set for Mom's Day. We started with eight. We're going to be down to two in a second. Who's going to take on Wilma Flintstone in the final from the non-cartoon people? In the real-life world, it's Lorelai from Gilmore Girls. She's yes. our winner. Just because Matt has never seen the show. <laughs> oh, I've seen the show. Uh, obviously, she's just, she's kind of, yeah, you know, it's like secretariat. She's come from behind, and she's just, she's there. I, I guess so. Yeah. It's surprising. It uh, is surprising to I, me. I still think Wilma's probably the forerunner here. In yeah. The yeah. Yeah. It's funny because Wilma, in my life, my thoughts, she's more known as like a TV wife than a TV mom. Like she just had pebbles. Yeah, you that's know? true. You know, and I mean, all. But she is a mom. All thing, everything got taken care of. It was pretty easy back then, too, in the prehistoric age. I mean, the, the elephant would just kind of had a shower on it. And, that's right. Yeah, and the, the dinosaurs would take care of things. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, all right, let's do it. We're not trying to influence you right now. Text <laughs> us at 103939. Who is Kissing Country's choice for top TV mom? Is it Wilma Flintstone? Is it Lorelai? Do we even know her last name? Poor girl. Gilmore? Gilmore, yeah. It's Gil- <laughs> is it? Gilmore Girls. She okay. was a Gilmore. That makes sense. Or is it Lorelai <laughs> Gilmore? Text us now, 103939. And the Friday song and your chance to win Oprah tickets coming up. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we were going to talk about this earlier in the show, but then you guys kind of hijacked the show with this whole Sorry 30, 30th that. anniversary this stuff. This whole 30th anniversary but thing. But here's the deal. Uh, with Mom's Day coming, um, Jack, when did you know you would officially become your mom? Ooh. That's a very good question. Was it the I, instant Kennedy came out? No, it was actually before Kennedy when I realized I liked hanging out with her because we were the same. And I was like, <gasps> Like your mom? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was, I think it was probably around 30, 29, yeah. 30. And I would go to Kelowna and could not wait to sit on the deck with her and drink wine. And it wasn't just for the wine, but it just it helped. <laughs> <laughs> drink wine, eat too much cheese and yeah. just chat like a yeah. girlfriend. And then I realized, oh my gosh, I have become my mother. Yes. Because you actually realized that she actually wasn't as dumb as you thought all those years. No, she right? knew her stuff. She was smart. She was funny. Just like one day. Like I the just light didn't switch. know where this woman was hiding. <laughs> oh my God. I like my mom. Yes, very much so. What about you? When did you realize you had become your mom? Maybe when you started, we were talking about phrases and catchphrases the last few days ago. Maybe you start using the same ones as her or uh, anything else. When did you realize you became your mom? Maybe it's uh, when you all of a sudden pulled out the exact same potato salad that she always made. Yeah, or you just, you start complaining about the same thing she always complained about. Yeah. I don't get any help in this house. What? (laughs) Did that just come out of my mouth? 780-421-1039 or Texas 103-939. When did you realize you officially became your mom? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Thank you very much.
uh, Aaron. Aww. Appreciate that. Uh, that was very, very, very nice. Yeah, 30 years today. Uh, it was 30 years ago, 1989. 18 years old. Somehow got a job here, and somehow I'm still here 30 years later. I like my friend Mike Galka getting some personal texts on my cell phone. He's like, uh, same job for 30 years. No one else would hire you. I like that. Line. <laughs> 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 yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Like, who grinds it out for 10 years in the overnights? <laughs> that is pretty incredible. <laughs> this guy. I just love it. Love being here and uh, getting very nice calls from all of our familiar fa- faces from over the years, right? And it's just been Some a, very sweet messages. It's been nice. All right. Uh, switching gears. Mother's Day, of course, on Sunday, we're asking the question, when did you realize you became your mom? A Destiny text in and says, I realized that I became my mom when I moved out on my own and when preparing for guests coming over, the house needed a full top to bottom clean, Mm. just like she used to make us do as kids and I used to, in caps, hate. There you go. I could totally see that. There's definitely sprinkles of my mom and me too. (laughs) Oh, there's a lot of your mom and you, I think. But you said, we didn't get to know your dad, unfortunately, but uh, there's probably a nice little blending of them. I think so. Yeah. But your temper. I wonder why I got that. Yeah. This deck says, I swore I'd never spit on my hand, put my kid's hair in place, but I just did it. You've done that, Jack, for sure. Spit, no. Lotion, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hair lotion? I don't know. It's all I had. (laughs) My mom, happy mom's day, mom, just texted me actually and said, I realized I was like my mom when one day I seriously looked in the mirror and my mom was looking back at me. A blessing, she said. So there you go. When you look we back and you see your mother, yeah. I hope I have my mom's skin. Jeez, yeah, yeah. she looks good. Yeah, for her advanced age. Your mom's a babe. Yeah. Thanks. I think <laughs> <laughs> she's a babe. Yeah, yeah. she's good. a babe. Let's just say she has good skin, <laughs> like not a babe. Great skin. Stop it. <laughs> when did you become your mom? We'd love to hear from you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, I got it. It's been such a busy morning. Thank you, guys. I uh, forgot to mention Thorsby graduation tonight. Oh, so, right. To my nephew, Dane, Harish, and all of the other grads, be safe and have fun. And, and Uncle Chris, I'm going to be a little late because I'm doing the Thomas Rhett, Dustin Lynch thing. But when I come, I'll be wearing my leather pants. It's tradition. It's my classic. Every Thorsby grad for all my nieces and nephews, <gasps> I've slid into my leather pants. Does this mean you're wearing leather pants to the concert tonight? No, come I don't on. think so. Oh, do it. Yeah, I don't know. T-Rat would love that. Yeah. Thomas Rhett? Well, we'll see. All right. All right. Well, Braden text in. We are celebrating your 30th anniversary, Chris, here at Kissing Country. And we were talking about how you love pregnant women. You think they are so beautiful. They are. And Braden texted and says, Chris, I'm just wondering how many times you've told a woman she was beautiful pregnant when she wasn't actually pregnant. My grandpa did it once and it didn't end well. I don't think I've actually pulled that one. I've pulled some others when I've called little boys, <laughs> little girls, or little girls, little right. boys, but I have not done that. Yeah, I... You just, you got to be very careful. Very yeah, careful. Yeah, very careful. Thank you for the fun text. Uh, thank you for all of them. It, it's been a fun morning. Here's Kelsey Ballerini. This is Kissin' Country 103.9. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There is Tennille Towns, the pride of Grand Prairie, Alberta. And that girl is not only a great country singer, she's raised millions of dollars for charity as well. Like, uh, amazing, awesome. an amazing, amazing a young person. It's a 8.52. Uh, yeah, it's a, been an amazing day. It's going to be a great weekend. Hopefully I have a fantastic Mother's Day weekend. I got to thank my two uh, yeah, friends in uh, my my work friends, my work kids, although I'm not allowed to call them work kids because then that makes me sound old. I, <laughs> That's right. We're colleagues. I'm not old. No. No. I just got in the business really young. I mean, 18. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you actually did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, right? And uh, again, farm boy from Thorsby grew up listening to this radio station and... Um, 
it's the reason why I got into radio. It really was because uh, I just said, man, I just, I love the people that were on this station. And I said, if I could, if I could possibly ever do that for a living, never thinking I'd actually be here, let alone be here for 30 years. It's been such a blessing. Heard from so many amazing people that have been a part of it along the way. Scott Hackman, who uh, worked here at the radio station, another guy I hired when I was the boss here for a while. Um, and that's the coolest thing, not only just helping the Tennilles of the world out, but hiring the people. I remember, uh, Jack, when you first started, right? You I pretty sure. much begged for this job. Yeah, well, I had no radio experience, and I said, "I'll do anything, please." I'll work Chris so is about hard. as soft as melted butter. So he's like, <laughs> "Okay." It's pretty obvious uh, that that was the right decision. And then, of course, I I remember the day Matt came into my office, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you know, I uh, though he left once." But I didn't hold that against him. I, told, I asked you about it. I, told, I get asked for advice from you. I think I told you to stay, but anyway. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> did I tell you to go? Yeah, you did. Okay, all it's right. It's for my practicum. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't want you to leave. I could tell there was something special there. But then you came back, and he we went in the office, and he said, "You know, you and Jack are busy in there. I just like to come in and maybe help out a little bit." And here we are. How many years? And later we're for still you? busy, and you're quote unquote <laughs> helping. <laughs> well, I gamed you, suckers, so good. <laughs> Another great decision. I haven't made perfect decisions in my life, but I've made some good ones, and two of them are in this room. There's no two ways about that. Um, I'm not sucking up because Matt wrote a poem. Uh, (laughs) Somebody just texted and said, you made me cry so much, Chris. I don't know if that's a compliment. I really don't know if it is. Sure it is. I I think so. The radio station, the great thing about working at this station for so many years is that people just have allowed me to be me. You know, turn on the mic. If you're happy, you're happy. If you're sad, you're sad, right? And that's that's country music in a nutshell. So uh, the poem has always been a big part of 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 who I am and what I am and so I apparently I've rubbed off a little bit on Matt and I was scared when he said he was going to do this because I thought it would just be just running at Taking me hard at but yeah I couldn't do it for your 30th anniversary buddy all right well thank you want you. me to read it we end the show with Matt doing his poem again okay here we go a husky farm by, boy who loves country tunes from a small town Thorsby a place of hot tubs and canola tycoons <laughs> at a young age he met the love of his life Karen the amazing woman the only one he'll ever call wife. Soon it was time to move on to school. He chose radio, even with the salaries minuscule. Kissing overnights, he started. Then evenings to drive. A few years later, a big show opened. And the mornings, he thrived. All along the way, he had a few kids. Bailey and Carter, the greatest thing he ever did. He's humble and kind, lives to help others, treats all around him like sisters and brothers. From meat to the border and trailers of food to helping the farmers, he's just a great dude. So here's to you, Chris, and your 30 years, so many laughs and a few tears. But don't get too worried, you've got lots more. To tell us about Garth, we can't wait to see what's in store. Oh, thank you, Matt. Oh, there you go. so good. I was just waiting for the joke, but there just wasn't And you're anything. a huge loser. Yeah. <laughs> there <laughs> and, it is. And you got a free car and I didn't. <laughs> oh, oh. Don't remind me. All right. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. 
Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.